Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Everybody, welcome. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And uh, got a very special announcement for everybody today. Um, as we've promised, there are so many things that have been, let's just say, have been calling me forward. Uh, one of them is the launch of the Epic World. Another is a nighttime venue. Uh, all of these things have very serendipitously come together, but we know that uh, the laws of the universe work in the most amazing, abundant, blessed, and benevolent ways. So I want to announce that in February, we'll be starting a nighttime venue. Uh, people are asking me, how the heck are you ever going to do this? Well, you know, sometimes spirit just got the way with you. Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to midnight. It's going to be a very interesting format for us. Um, we are going to be featuring um, uh, those hours in, in a very, very different way than we've ever done before. It'll be a combination of music and spirituality and uh, things that are all about positive talk. So thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. Today's show, I've been so excited to, I, I've been waiting to have this conver- conversation with my very, very special guest joining me here today, uh, Monita Dukia. And let me just say this. This is a conversation that everyone that is in our pop culture is having. The vampire seduction of our society. Joining me here today, scientist, speaker, radio show host, occult expert, author, Reverend Monita Dukia. Now, here's the deal. Monita and I are going to talk about what this seduction is all about. The question then comes to the forefront. Is this a new seduction or is it a renewed seduction? Monita is an accomplished scientist, degrees in chemistry, genetic engineering, and much more. She hosts a radio show, Living in the End Times. And boy, let me just tell you something. If you're going to live in the end times, you got to know what that really means. Hopefully, she'll share some of that today. But her background... Uh, as a scientist, has opened, uh, let's just say, universal energy, energetic portals so that you get to look at spirituality, you get to look at ministries and science in a beautifully, uh, let's just call it tapestry of knowledge, information, and uh, what I like to call insight. So Manita's joining us here today, whether it be at a conference, whether it be at a radio show, whether it be in her book, it doesn't matter. What's happening today for the show is a beautiful conversation of what the heck we focus on. Monita, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Pat. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm excited to talk today about vampires. Look at let's start from the beginning. Let's start with you. A mm-hmm. uh, question that I ask everyone on the show is is the following. You know, here you are, an accomplished uh, woman. Y- you know, you're, you're an author, you're a speaker, radio show host, and much more. And a lot of times people think that we sort of pop out like that, and all of a sudden we just show up and here we are. But here's the question. What are some of the challenges, what are some of the obstacles that you personally have had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? 
Oh, my goodness. How much time have you got? Look it, I got the whole hour for you. Uh, well, the thing is, yes, I was talking to my publicist, and she had the same question asked of her about me. Where did she pop up? We don't really pop up from anywhere. We're there <laughs> in the trenches with you. And then circumstances dictate at some point what you're going to do. Mm. You know, there's going to be a point in everybody's life, or sometimes more than once, where you're going to have to stand up and say, well, do I take the well-traveled road or do I go down the other road that perhaps I might skin my knee a few times and come out the other side not looking so good, so I think I'll take that one. And a lot of times when you go down the road that's not so well-traveled, you end up in a place like this or some other place you never thought you would be. It's all about what you're going to do, what you choose to do. I mean, I was really happy being a scientist and, and working with FDA and all that fun stuff and traveling the world in pharmaceuticals. And that was three years ago. I clear all that. And here I am. I just came back from, a, from South America, actually. I was ministering down there and helping people. And I never thought I would be helping people as compared to working at a job, sitting at a desk. So it's it more is, about choices and what choices you make. And it's not, um, you just don't pop up. It takes a long, it's a long haul. It's a well, long haul. It's a lot you put into it. But it's always at the end of the day, I ask myself, well, what about tomorrow? What do I do tomorrow? Huh. <laughs> exactly. What do I do tomorrow? What's going to go on next week? What's going to go on next year? Do I leave all this and do I go back to the routine? Oh, man, isn't that a tough question? It is a very tough question because there are times when it becomes so hard doing what we do. For me, personally, I think I live a lot in airplanes, and it's really funny when I land in San Francisco and the customs officer recognized me. <laughs> <laughs> they actually recognize me. They say, oh, you're back. Are you coming from London? Do you have got chocolates or something? And it's funny, but it's it's what... It's my life. Well, you know, it is funny, and it is your life, and you have said yes to it. And uh, it is interesting how we, you know, we get to the place we are. You know, I sat down, and uh, I think, Monita, you'll appreciate this. I sat down in a, in a meditation, and I, my meditations for the, for the forthcoming year usually start around um, Halloween, the year mm -hmm. before. Don't ask me why. I don't know why. But they don't just start on January 1st. They start at the, in this, Halloween actually, by the way, is, and this is why I really want to talk to you today, is my, my favorite holiday. So you can imagine a conversation about vampires is going to be really cool. Right? <laughs> but I start the process. And the, the meditation I heard this year was, uh, or the answer, and I always ask, you know, God, what is mine to do? What is mine to do today? What is mine to do moving forward? Uh, and the answer was more. Uh, it was, it was that simple. And I kept going back to my meditation thinking, okay, let's ask this question again. Let's see if I could get a, a little different answer because really you want me to do more and all of a sudden the resistance comes up. But we are called to, to be of service. And isn't that what you've really said yes to? That's the thing. We are, I think um, there's a verse in the word that says, to whom much is given, much is expected. 
And I think that's what's going on here. I mean, the more you give, the more you have to give, and you open up people's eyes. Yes. A lot of people just exist. They don't really live their lives, and it's so sad to me. It's it's sort of like, well, I'm going to get up, and I'm going to go through this day, and then tomorrow's another day. But for me, I look at it and say, well, what can I accomplish today? Yeah. Yeah. And how is it of service? And this is really what I love about this. Thank you for sharing. Thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that because you're right. I mean, we are challenged with the, you know, with hearing from uh, the spirit, the divine God, whatever one calls it, you know, the answers to our question. Then we have to figure out what that means. And so for you, how have you, uh, well, let me ask a different question. You know, if you, if your life w- would end today and you would make your transition, what would be, you know, the things that people write about you? What would your epitaph be as written by your friends and family and people that know you? What would they say about you? The sky is the limit. There are no limits at Monita. Love it. I love it. You know, what is it that inspires you today in this moment about your life? Well, for me, you see, I went through a very, very difficult time about seven years ago when I was married. And literally, I could say this without shame, I really wanted to kill myself. I was in a marriage that's beyond anything I've experienced in my life. And I was eroded down in terms of my integrity and self-worth and everything else. And I just wanted to kill myself. I couldn't think of anything else. And I've never in my life experienced that. I grew up in a very stable home and loving parents and all that. But I was transformed into this creature where I was so miserable, all I wanted to do was die. And I kept praying for death, and I realized this is not going to work. And in the end, I mean, God delivered me, but now that's what drives me. I never, ever want anybody to feel like that. So I, I reach agree. out in every possible way. Mm, wow. Wow. You know, this is kind of, and this is going to bring us to our conversation uh, about vampires uh, and seduction. And, you know, what is the under, you know, uh, underpinning around this in our society? But, you know, before we jump there, there's also a conversation about the level and the degree of abuse happening in this country. And let's just start with something that most people are not paying any attention to. It's called bullying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there are now. All of us are so connected to getting information these days. Things like this can't hide anymore. You know, there are videos and uh, that go viral. There are actual incidents, and yet we seem to not be raising the bar about how we how we handle and address verbal and physical abuse these days. Do you think? I could tell you, when I was in South America, I was ministering down there, I was shocked and appalled at the way it was so open. Because to them, it's funny, and I don't think it's funny at all. Right, right. Yeah. The other thing is, you know, you talked about South America. Let's talk about, let's let's just mention corrective rape. And I don't know if you had the experience of being exposed to that when you were there. Um, But, um, you know, corrective rape is what they do for women that come out as lesbians. They rape them to change them. Now, it's, isn't it an interesting question? Uh, how can we stand by and watch this happen, Monita? Do you see what I'm saying? Well, from what I experienced, I was in British Guyana, from what I saw there, mm-hmm. the society is such, 
so that it is funny. Everything is built around it being funny. You know, somebody's a lesbian. Oh, that's so weird. Let's just correct them. Yeah. There's no corrective rape, but there's a lot of verbal bullying going on. Mm-hmm. And, and it's the same thing. It amounts to the same thing. I mean, the hats are the same, and the person is being victimized, but it's sort of like it's proper in the society. It's accepted. Exactly. So, you know, what is it that you believe fuels our society to a level of consciousness? This is really a great conversation because on the one hand, we are claiming that across the board, consciousness is being raised for the greater good of the world. On the other hand, as a society, we are being accused of having more abuse uh, and deaths associated with uh, either hate crime or um, uh, just just out and out abuse. So it's actually this, you know, this paradox that we live in. We're going to take a short break, everyone. When we come back, the question is going to be: What is it about our fascination with power over someone? And the whole vampire conversation comes from this. What is it about our fascination fascination with power over? that infiltrates not only our society, but the very, very means of what life begins to look like. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. The root cause of disease is not what you think. Doctors are treating the symptoms, not the root cause, because they haven't been trained to do so. Dr. Alex Lloyd has developed a simple technique that has saved thousands of people from lives of frustrating and debilitating illnesses. This technique has been featured on national broadcast and cable television in People, Time, and USA Today. If you are ready to heal and tired of being treated, visit DrAlexHealingCodes.com, where you will find free life-changing information. Imagine a chocolate so decadent that you'd never believe it could be good for you. Align your inner bliss with Mother Nature's magic. The power of cold-pressed cocoa by Shasai, the healthy chocolate. Shasai is everything you ever dreamed healthy should taste like. We combine unprocessed cocoa with acai and blueberry for an unbeatable high-oxidant powerhouse. Shasai, the healthy chocolate. Visit us at LifesaverChocolate.com or call 888-287-2011. Steak Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit us at drdarvish.com. That's D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. Are you ready for an extraordinary life? Introducing Spectrum Life Design Education. Spectrum seminars and training are intended for you to discover and redesign the core beliefs that generate your life results, circumstances, and experiences by utilizing a synergistic approach to the art of living. Participants are provided with experiential and practical tools that raise their level of consciousness that embrace the whole person, mind, body, heart, and spirit. These principles allow you to transform your ability to engage your authentic yearnings, to profoundly connect with yourself and others, along with maximizing your potential and greatest dreams. For more information as well as a course schedule, please visit them at SpectrumLifeDesign.com. That's SpectrumLifeDesign.com. 
Tune in each Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern for the hit show, Out of the Fog with Karen Hager, the Fog City Psychic. Spark your spirit and ignite your soul with spiritual conversation and enlightening guests that will help you get clear and catapult you into action. You'll meet metaphysical movers and shakers, intuitives, spiritual visionaries, and more. Want an on-air reading? Karen's down-to-earth style and lively curiosity delivers the compassionate, no-nonsense, intuitive advice that's become her trademark. Visit FogCityPsychic.com and book your reading. Today. Get inspired. Create the life you desire with internationally known radio host and motivational speaker Sue London. Sue inspires millions of people to overcome difficult or traumatic situations in their lives. People feel hope, courage, and are ready to move forward after hearing Sue speak. Book motivational speaker Sue London for your next event at AskSueLondon.com. That's AskSueLondon.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Manita uh, Dukia joining me here today. The Vampire Seduction of Our Society uh, with scientist, speaker, radio show host, occult expert, you know, Mania, let's talk about this conversation because this is a conversation that really spans uh, beyond vampires. But it is the idea. I mean, when we think about the most anticipated movie right now, do you know what the most anticipated movie is right now? Do you have any idea right now today what it is? I think it's probably Twilight, the last well, one. Twilight, the last one, but even before Twilight, the last one, the Hunger Games, oh. uh, a story about children being selected to fight to the death. Wow. Uh, most anticipated coming out. And you're right. Uh, the Twilight, um, the Twilight series, Breaking Dawn was the first, uh, didn't do as well as the box office as they thought. And, uh, the most anticipated or one of the most anticipated shows on television was, uh, was the Vampire Diaries. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, the first time the CW, I believe, was ever given a People's Choice Award or Golden <laughs> Globe Award for an actor. You know, so here we are, one right after the other. And it isn't just those shows. I mean, The Walking Dead, incredible hit show. You I've know, heard the- about that. Oh my God! Uh, you know, and the occult, uh, the occult attraction of Dexter, a serial killer guy gone good, killing bad people. I mean, we could go on and on. What is this all about? It is all about power. It's all about giving people control that they haven't got in their own lives. I mean, look at vampires. What exactly are these things? <laughs> They're, they're supposed to be lost creatures of the night. They're supposed to be these powerful, charismatic, youthful. Let's not forget that part. Right. Vampires never age. Right. They're powerful. They're sexy. They're immortal. They're always in control. Whatever they want, they take. So I think that's part of the whole lure of the vampire. I mean, people get lost in it, and it's so exciting. But the one thing I've noticed that people don't really look at are the consequences of being a vampire. Right. You know, you just don't go tear into people's houses and, and do all these things. But I guess when you're lost in that fantasy, all of that is sort you're not thinking about it. You're really not thinking about it. And people who haven't got a lot of control in their lives and in their emotions, let all of this 
reign free when they're lost in these these vampire movies or whatever it is. And, and this vampire lure is not a, a new one. I mean, since Vlad the Impaler was introduced in the 18th century, right? right? It, right. It's been there. But, but I think it's been renewed because our society, all of a sudden, people are really bored. <laughs> That's true. No, it's we are true. so bored with everything. I mean, we are so desensitized with video games and, and, and texting and all of that. We need something that is drastic to get our attention. Well, you know, here it is. Here we are. And, you know, let's go back a few years for, for those of you out there that uh, haven't been following the journey. It is like you said. You know, vampires were introduced or the, the notion of vampires introduced. Uh, uh, and then, of course, uh, you know, completely exposed through the early films. But the difference between the vampires that came out in the 1920s, 1930s, whatever, uh, silent movies, and then, you know, the, the um, Bela Lugosi era mm-hmm. was that these guys were bad guys. And, you know, when we brought the vampire into contemporary society through Christopher Lee's role, you know, we literally brought a handsome vampire into the fold. But he was still a bad guy. And then it goes on and on and on. You know, certainly there have been other Dracula movies and so forth uh, where we've changed the appeal to almost make these cult figures and not just vampires, but all of the new, all of the new cult creatures. Now, werewolves, I mean, we must say, they have always been second fiddle to vampires and still to this day are. But now what we see is this combination that happened many years ago about vampire and werewolf coming together. But it's still the same fascination, isn't it? Only that vampires are gory. I mean, my God. You know, the next installation of Underworld uh, coming out here with um, uh, Kate Beckinsale, uh, the, the, the actor, people are on the edge of their seat waiting for her to dress up in leather. It's not just about men either. No, and that's what I think. I mean, Twilight was supposed to be for tweens or or teenagers. But if you look at the numbers, 80%, right, of people that watched the last movie were female. And out of that, a good 60 to 70% were over 20. Right. Oh, over right. 21, actually. So it's not, not like it's, it's a teenage thing. I just think people are so bored that they want something that's going to excite them and, and draw them out of their daily lives. Well, you know, what's interesting about this is, you know, somebody said to me the other day, well, you know, this, the, the whole, the whole cult thing has turned into chick flicks. And I just said, really? Is that true? And you're, and you're right. I mean, Clearly, there is a venue that men are going to and watching in movies these days. There are plenty of action movies out there. But it's fascinating to find out vampire, werewolf movies are not necessarily it. Although I think they're going to dress, you know, they're going to be, you know, out there uh, by the millions watching Kate Beckinsale dress up in leather. But it, what's going on with women? Whoa. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. I mean, women, I think they're searching themselves in a way and from looking at it 
from my point of view, I think a lot of people, instead of dealing with their own issues and all that, they reach out and get lost in something else. It's mm. so very easy to ignore what's going on in your own life and use this whole occult vampire thing to escape and pretend everything is well. You know, they go there, they feel good, it, it, it looks great, it's, it appeals to them, it's fantasy. We don't have the, the radical love stories anymore. But, I mean, come on, look at Twilight. What is more of a radical love story than that? It's incredibly radical, uh, and it's still good versus evil, but isn't this fascinating now? The good are the good vampires. The evil are the evil vampires. So here we have this fascination, <laughs> our society playing out in this world of superpower beings. Exactly, and the, the thing with Twilight is, Twilight is the first novel where... Christ, it's, it's been marketed as Christian fiction. Yes. So that's, I think that's part of the whole lure of it. It's not just another vampire book or, or franchise. It's marketed as a Christian fiction novel. Well, tell our listeners what that means, because we, you know, there may be people listening saying, "I don't, I don't understand what that means." And you know. Uh, what is Christian f- fiction? I mean, and, you know, Christian nonfiction is the latest uh, Joel Osteen book. But what is Christian, Christian fiction? fiction? I mean, look at it. The way Stephanie Myers presents the whole Twilight thing, all right? So yeah. Edward is supposed to be selfless in his love for Bella. So he sacrifices for her. Yep. In the same way Christ sacrificed for the church. Right? So Absolutely. It's, it's sort of like they're not going to have sex, Right. So the relationship is supposed to be pure and clean. That's what Meyer is establishing in her book and in this franchise. So it's sort of like patterned after the Christian church. So it's a Christian fiction thing going on. But although the characters are not having sex, the whole franchise is based on sexual tension. Yes. It's all about sexual tension. And I heard this one commentator said it's abstinence porn. (laughs) That's <laughs> a great way to look at that, though. <laughs> and, you know, he was just angry, and he was saying, this is abstinence porn. It's complete, utterly stupid. And, and and I think that's what sucked a lot of people in. And as a minister, I can tell you, it's a great debate in the chat, because people think this is good material for their children to watch and to read and to get involved in, because, after all, a Christian, albeit a Mormon, wrote it. So I think that's part of the lure of Twilight and why it's become so popular all of a sudden because it's supposed to be clean. It's not supposed to be evil like we, we said in the 1930s and 40s. We know vampires an evil thing. Now you've got a vampire that glitters in the sunlight, right? Exactly. And he's got all this power and, and instead of drinking people's blood, they can drink animal blood. So it's sort of like diluted down. Well, do you think the fact, you know, do you think that that there is an aspect of this? And this is the question I want to talk to you about when we come back. You know, because of who Stephanie Meyer is, is, 
do you think that her religion, religious philosophy, you know, led the platform for this? And then the next question is, you know, was, is this platform truly aligned with, uh, the Mormon church or not? So let's talk about that and much more when we come back. We've got a great show for everybody out here. And also we're going to talk about Manita's book out of the, well, you know, I'm going to let her talk about it. Uh, and to talk about how all of this builds this picture of what society is so yearning for. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat, and author of the New York Times bestseller, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce has helped tens of thousands of people, including celebrities and athletes, with her message of lifestyle change. Now, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce wants to help you. You, too, can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie DeLuce at info at ronniedeleuceonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com. Dr. Ronnie DeLuce, your partner in wellness. Are you looking for that special gift that will uplift, inspire, and give a heart a voice to express itself? Let our 365 messages of gratitude box diffused in English and French connect you daily with the essence of gratitude. Open daily a message of gratitude and gracefully move through your day. Offer this gift of gratitude to a hostess, a teacher, a mentor, an elder, or anyone who inspires you to feel gratitude. Visit our Gratitude Living Boutique at ExplorationGratitude.com. That's ExplorationGratitude.com. TransformationTalkRadio.com. TransformationTalkRadio.com, transforming the world one listener at a time. I was dealing with anxiety and depression, and nothing seemed to help me. Then I started to work with Dr. Schaub's Breakthrough Program. In just a few sessions, he helped me to finally understand and heal the deeper root cause of my challenges. As a result, I feel more centered and confident than ever before. And now I have the tools which will continue to support me throughout my life's journey. Dr. Schaub's approach has changed my life. Hello, I'm Dr. Friedman Schaub, and I work with people across the globe to help them break through anxiety and depression and access their true potential. If you are ready to bring back confidence, joy, and meaning in your life, call us to schedule a free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND, that's 866-903-6463, or visit our website at CellularWisdom.com, that's CellularWisdom.com. Do you dream of being on the amazing race? Well, here's your chance. Grab a friend and prepare for an exhilarating race around the city when City Solve Urban Race comes to your city. Teams of two will solve clues and face fun challenges while racing around the city. The winning team gets $300 and a chance to be in the Las Vegas Championship race to compete for a grand prize of $5,000. Not only will you have a ton of fun, you'll also be helping a good cause. A portion of the proceeds will benefit a local charity. To start racing, go to City solveurbanrace.com ladies are you living an inspired life 
Do you yearn for a more passionate, dream-filled life? Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine, and she has a gift for you. Aspire has launched its Mission to Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners. To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome back, everyone. Before we continue our conversation about vampires, witches, werewolves, and how they relate to our society today, I would love to give you some information about my very special guest, Monita, uh, joining us here, Monita Dakia. Monita, let's take a moment. I would like people to know how to get a copy of your latest book, how to find out more about you. Find out more about me. I mean, I have got a show on The Voice of America. It's called Living in the End Times. The book I'm talking about today is out of the Mari Clay. You can get a copy of it on Amazon. Or it's got its own press release site at www.outofthemariclay.net. Let's the, take a minute and talk about the book in itself and, and about, you know, what you've created here and why we're having this conversation today. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, one point, the book was, is supposed to minister to those who were caught up in, in untenable circumstances, as I was for a couple of years. I mean, I was reduced from being a very accomplished person and, and one who is independent, and I never in a million years thought, I would be reduced to a blittering basket case and I was subjected to emotional and mental and financial abuse and it was ridiculous. It's not something I ever thought would happen to me and it did and it opened my eyes because then I realized that no matter how independent you are, no matter how accomplished you are, you could be open to things that you never thought. And in the end, yeah, I got out of it seven years ago, and I wrote this book, and I've been ministering all over the world, and now I understand the person sitting at the other side of the table. I've been doing this sort of work for over 20 years of my life, I think 23 years of my life. And now when I do it, I literally understand the other person, because I've been there. It's sort of having a person cutting their finger and telling you, look, I cut my finger, it hurts. But unless you had your finger cut, you're never going to understand what they're going through. Never at all. I, com- I completely agree. I, as one of my mentors once told me, you can never take a person to a place you haven't gone yourself. And Yeah, exactly. So that's why in Out of the Mary Clay, I talk about, when you read it, it's very gritty. It, it's not something that's going to make you feel happy, clappy, it's going to dig into your deepest emotions and allow you, you're going to have to face your circumstances. Because there's no need to keep covering things up and walking around like a shell. And that's what I do in my conferences, that's what I do everywhere I go. I try to get people to open up, to reach in deep and to pull all of that out and replace it with something that's a lot better. Mm. Right, because you've got to get out of the scenario you're in. And that's part of what makes me a bit angry about this whole vampire thing, because a lot of people gloss over. 
and not just the vampire fascination. People tend to, and I think it's human nature, if you've got a lot of hurt inside or if your circumstances are so difficult, it's a lot easier to ignore them and pretend all is well. But you're just living a substandard life. Mm-hmm. You're not living free. You're not living the way you ought to live. You know, it's it's paralyzing trauma, and and you're being crippled. It's it's time to let go of all that, and move into victory. And victorious living. What cost can you put on victorious living when you're free, you're whole, you're ready to face the world, whatever it might be. So out of the Marie Claire is to really minister to people. Say, look, this is what it is. You need to look at this, face it, and move on. Because not facing it is sort of like sweeping dust under the carpet. It is going to pile up. And and you have to move from defeat and hopelessness to victory. It's not going to be easy. But what a choice have you got? Well, but but isn't this also true, uh, Monita, that, you know, this movement from victim to victor is available to everyone. It is. It is available, but I never really understood it. And, and that's yeah. one of the reasons I do what I do. I never really understood it. I thought, okay, I'm the sort of person, if something happens to me, I fix it. I never thought I would be reduced to what I was reduced to seven years ago. And it opened my eyes because being a professional woman, being a scientist, being a director, I sit in an office and I think everything is great, but little did I understand that a lot of people walking around wearing the VP tag and the CEO tag are as battered as the ones who are wearing the receptionist tag. It's across the board. People are people. People dress up things. People pretend and they provide a face to the world that they think is acceptable. It's a mask. We all wear masks. And, and people tend to hide behind their mask, and they think, well, if I can only pretend now, today, tomorrow, next week, and lo and behold, before you know it, the mask becomes a person. And, and you're living in an existence that's no longer yours. Well, and then this really takes us back to what is the most uh, popular draw right now in our society. And, you know, I think a lot of us would like to just throw this shadow over young people. I'm just going to say young people right now mm-hmm. because, you know, what does that mean? Let's just say young people, our youth, uh, and say they're fascinated with things that are not real. They're fascinated with video games. They're fascinated with movies about vampires, about ghosts, about the occult. You know, here's what we, I think, Monita, just have to be really clear about. We had millions of people across the globe fascinated with the movie E.T. This has not changed. I think what's changed is the fascination isn't necessarily about a sweet character that uh, returns back to his planet. I think what you're saying is the fascination is now about the seduction uh, and that seduction not being that of a child, but the seductions in our society that are really borderline in terms of you know, what is good for our society and what is not. I think that's what you're saying. Exactly. It's because, look, vampires, the lure, they're immortal, but there's a forbidden sexuality 
and a sexual power that's, that's attributed to these things. There is violence. There's rebelliousness. And it's, it's what we talked about in the beginning of the broadcast. It's, they're suave. They're charismatic. They haven't got to answer to anybody. Really, think about that. What is a better way for a young person to rebel than to imagine him or herself as a vampire? You have no one to answer to. You live forever. You look great because you never age. Well, and you know, you know, you uh, you know, we were talking about the Twilight series, and you know, let's just comment about that before we go to break. How interesting that the Cullens uh, and the Cullen clan report to the Cullen, the head of the Cullen household, right? Mm-hmm. Supposedly, two people head of that household with vampire children that actually are in relationship with each other. So here is a family and a family value that comes to the screen that says. This is a family. It's a strong family. We stick together as a family. So it has, as you said, it has all of the mechanics of looking great in terms of moral issues. The flip side of that is the kids are in relationship with each other. I mean, isn't that an interesting position? It's it's very perverse. I mean, the way she presented the whole twilight thing it's packaged it's packaged to look good it's sort of like i talked about the christian fiction part of it but it's sort of like well we have values like you said but uh, if you dig deeper down it's very perverted and and, And it presents a a message there there is definitely a message but nobody is really criticizing that aspect of that series at all no, because everyone thinks it looks great from the outside. The packaging yeah. looks good. And mothers are going right there with their kids. Midnight, getting into the show when we come back uh, with my very special guest. <laughs> We're going to talk about the seductions in life that, you know, where vampires and the occult become metaphors for some of the actions and the behaviors. You know, what is it about power over that is happening all over the world? You know, is it right to be able to annihilate a faction of your society? What is happening to women over the world and what can we do to make a difference? How to move beyond the seduction into that place of service. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Come to Seattle February 16th through the 20th for the 20th Annual Women of Wisdom Conference. The theme is Radiate the Divine Feminine. Our world is ready. Our featured guests are Jean Houston, Jean Shinoda Bolin, Imsara, Yuvaka Hill, and Naomi Tutu. Join Women of Wisdom for experiential life-changing workshops and evening presentations to inspire you. You can choose to attend the whole weekend or individual events. No charge for visiting. Daily activities such as the Goddess Market, Art Show, Tea House, and receive a reading or a healing at the temple. 
Are you ready to join a community of women who support each other in their journey to discover and develop their passions and purpose in life? Women of Wisdom is the place to be this February 16th through the 20th. Go to womenofwisdom.org to discover all the diverse offerings Women of Wisdom has to offer you. See you there. Chat with Natalie. Getting to Know Yourself is a hit radio show to help you understand your existence and purpose here on Mother Earth. During the show, Natalie's passionate delivery and spot-on guidance will empower you to realize that you are absolutely perfect. Natalie and her special guests will help you raise your vibration, tap into your innate wisdom, and provide unprecedented solutions to whatever you're facing. Whether it be energy healing, holistic health, spirituality, on-air readings, and energy attunements, your life will be forever changed for the good. Join Natalie and her guests each week as together you tap into the wisdom of the Akashic Records and channel information from her Council of Isis and other Ascended Masters. Tune in every Friday at noon Pacific time for Chat with Natalie, Getting to Know Yourself on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Visit HealingIsis.com for a complete show schedule and to book a session with Natalie. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. My very special guest joining me here today, we are having a great conversation with Anita Dukia joining me here. Reverend, uh, travels the world. Uh, her ministry, you know, shines the light on so many things that right now most would like to sweep under a rock and never have them come out. Uh, you know, I started this show, Monita, just commenting that one of the most anticipated movies of our time uh, is a movie that is coming out this year, and it's called The Hunger Games. Uh, of course, now this is, uh, you know, this is a new book. Uh, this is a, a new series. Uh, looks like it's going to be the replacement for when the Twilight series ends. Um, but it has, unlike the Twilight series, it has, um, it deals with some very, very serious moral uh, issues. Uh, and, you know, they do it in a shocking way. It doesn't get any more, more, any more morally questionable than to have p- uh, young people from your society pulled out so they could fight each other to the death and, and viewed as a game. Um, you know, this is the next level of fascination that we're moving into. And, and yet at the same time, doesn't it have the same level of veneer around moral issues? I mean, even in the movie, even in the TV series Walking Dead, they raised the, the moral issue of whether or not it was okay to kill the zombies. So do you find that we are now having in our pop culture, especially on the big screen, uh, shining lights on moral and ethical issues, but in an interesting way? Well, yes, I think, and it all goes back to people being desensitized. I mean, there is so much violence everywhere, especially in video games and all that. And people mm-hmm. have gotten bored with that. I mean, the 80s, 90s, now it's sort of, it's time for something new. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, let's just crank it up. It's, it's got to be something new to get my attention. 
that that is the way people are thinking, right? Right. So now every decade or so, it gets worse and worse. I mean, look at vampires, blood. What could be more macabre than that? Biting a person's flesh, sucking their blood. But all of a sudden, it is sexy. Right? It's, it's a thing to do because they're awesome creatures, these, these things. Well, I mean, if, if no one, uh, I don't know if anybody ever noticed, but the, all of the vampires in the Twilight series, none of them have fangs. Yeah, and they look great in the eyes and all that <laughs> fun stuff. And they shimmer in the sunlight for Pete's sake, diamonds. You know, let's just crank it up. Let's just make it so that it is so fascinating for whoever it is. And this hunger game you're talking about, I mean, if you look, if you strip away the packaging and you get it down to the bare bones, who in their right mind would look forward to children fighting each other to death? But it's the proverbial frog in the pot. Mm -hmm. You keep raising the temperature and pretty soon the frog kept trying to adjust and that's what we are as a society. Our moral consciousness has been seared. And it gets worse and worse and worse and no one ever notices. Because we want to be stimulated that way. We we want our we want to be shocked. We we want that danger all wrapped up together so we can feel, oh, you know, this is awesome. Forget about the kids killing themselves, but this is just great. And we're going down a place where I don't think there's a turning back now. Well, of course not. I mean, if the, one of the most anticipated movies of the year is a movie called The Hunger Games, um, and, and by the way, it's a trilogy, uh, unless, of course, somebody's going to pop out a fourth book, um, uh, uh, it, it, you know, being cast by incredible people, uh, showing, you know, the brilliance uh, of these young people, uh, I, I, I mean, it is the next level. We we used to cringe at movies, uh, you know, like Rollerball and and so forth and so on. But you know, this is a whole new level. This is exactly what you're talking about. It is an entirely new level. It is a new dangerous level, and and I'm appalled that people don't stop and take stock of what is going on, where this is leading. But the thing is, as long as the coffers are filled up with money. Hollywood is going to keep crunching it out. And people are going to keep writing about this and people are going to get sucked into it. And pretty soon people are going to be so bloodthirsty they go go around murdering people and it's okay. It's it's, well, it's okay. The violence just escalates. Absolutely. Because it's being presented as being acceptable. You know, it's suddenly it's being presented as being acceptable, and that's what happens. And I think our society is sort of like going down that spiraling down, and and we all think it's great because we're so caught up in what is going on, and the children haven't got any. I mean, if you look at the children's society, nobody puts any reins on them. For instance, the Twilight series, the mothers are there at one o'clock in the morning watching some silly thing. Well, that's right. And, you know, they're going to be there watching uh, Breaking Dawn Part 2, for sure, which is uh, pretty violent in itself. But it is the story of good vampire over evil vampire. That's the and, thing. And there you go. And who will prevail? 
Thank you, Monita, for joining us here today. It's been great to have you on the show. I want to ask you one last question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us all with? And thank you for doing what you do. The personal message is, look, fantasy is not exactly bad. There's nothing bad about it. But you've got to draw the line somewhere. When you are living in a fantasy-driven world and you're forgetting about your own life and dealing with your own reality, that's when it gets very dangerous. So for me, it's time to just forget about all this stuff for a moment and deal with your own circumstances because it's so important to your well-being before your conscience becomes completely sad and you're out there somewhere that you don't realize where you're going. So that's what oh. I want to leave you at. If you Thank want you. to seek true healing, get a copy of Isla Marie Clay or give me a call. I'll be happy to talk with you. God bless. Thank you, Monita, for joining us here today. I want to thank all of you for tuning us in and turning us on. Um, you know, we've got lots more to share with you about our up- upcoming new venue, what we're planning for 2012, and what we're going to be inviting all of you to join us uh, and support a new way of looking at the world, you know, from the eyes of light and from the eyes of doing good. Stay tuned, everybody. Uh, Much more to come. We'll see you later on on the Dr. Pat Show. Thank you for joining us today for the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show can be heard live every Thursday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Pacific on voiceamerica.com and Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on KKNW AM 1150. So join Dr. Pat live or listen 24-7 at www.thedrpatshow.com. Hey, everyone. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Don't touch that dial. We'll be beginning a brand new show at the top of the hour with one of our amazing hosts, Transformation Talk Radio. Talk radio to change the world.
Have you ever thought that you could live the essence of gratitude? By living the essence of gratitude within our soul at each moment of our life, we consciously choose and embody its high frequency energy. Magic starts to appear when we connect ourselves to the essence of gratitude. The openness of our heart allows each one of us to express abundance and creativity in all areas of life. Create your own personalized work of art in the form of a mandala. The goal of this Essence of Gratitude mandala is to harmonize you with the vibration of gratitude and to help you to integrate it so that it becomes second nature to you and that it supports you in the manifestation of the life of your dreams. To get your mandala infused with the essence of gratitude, visit our Gratitude Living Boutique at explorationgratitude.com. Transformation, 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 talk radio. Transformation, 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 talk radio. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Our hosts are setting a new standard for a fresh kind of talk radio, creating conversations that are transforming the world, one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio's mission is to broadcast a distinct blend of live talk radio interviews with a mix of uplifting and intelligent news, educational and practical information. Topics range from personal development to critical issues relevant to a rapidly changing world. Stay tuned. Transformation Talk Radio starts at the top of every hour. 